Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Hello and welcome to me on the floor again. This is me standing and sitting down on the floor. Why? Hmm. Maybe you watched yesterday's, not yesterday, what? <laughs> Last week's episode and I chronicled how my Amazon brand tripod broke. Well, another one is coming in. The replacement is coming. I'm happy to announce Jeff Bezos, um, your Amazon brand freaking tripod sucks. If your rocket exploded when you went to space, I probably would have laughed. Um, also, Kobe was here two seconds ago and now she's gone. That kind of makes me upset. I want her to be in as much content as possible because one day she'll be dead and then no more videos with Kobe and that'll be a really sad day. And thinking about that just made me sad. So I'm going to bring her over here. Um, sorry to the video, the video mamas that are going to not see me for like three seconds while I go hunt down my dog. Gladly, I'm bringing my microphone. So like, don't even worry about it. Audio mamas. Koopy. She's literally so, oh my God. <sighs> She's so hard to pick up. She like goes fully limp for no reason is the thing too. Like literally no reason. Anyways. Okay, we have Kobe. Kobe has been secured. <laughs> Y'all are going to get a little bit of ASMR action. She's probably so confused. She thinks I'm, like, talking to her. Like, dogs don't understand the concept of, like, the internet and, like, that you can talk to other people. Like, she thinks I'm having a conversation with her, and she's probably so scared by my tone of voice. Because I'm usually like, Kobe! But now it's, like, Mr. Serious Man. <laughs> Also, I'm literally out of breath from standing up and picking her up. How sad. How sad is that? Let's talk about let's not talk about that actually. Let's let's let that just simmer in our brains. Anyways, um last episode it was a little bit of a boring set. It was literally just me laying on the floor. So today I spruced it up by adding um uh these four Mario Kart live no mario kart home live um gates basically i got this mario kart game where it like gives you a little mini remote controlled mario well they sent me luigi when i like ordered mario but anyways and you can like ride it around and you set up these gates around your house <gasps> kobe laid down hell yeah you set up these gates around your house and it like you play mario kart in real life it's kind of crazy here's some asmr of kobe licking <sighs> anyways Wow, three minutes in, haven't even remotely gotten to the topic of this episode. That is a new record for me, y'all. That is a record and a half. So today, Kobe, <laughs> please. Today, I want to talk about scammers. Kobe agrees. She just, she gave a little lick, a little meh, meh, meh. And she said, yes, let's talk about that. Um... <sighs> I've been thinking, like, over the past few weeks recently, how, like, we're really, like, I used to think we're all just, like, NPCs, 
if if you're not a gamer, you might not know what that is. Like non-playable characters, basically like in a video game, how there's just characters that are just like controlled by the computer and like don't actually are not like are not actually alive. They just like are programmed to like do their daily task. So it looks like the world is full. And it's like when I look at like a highway or something like that, like or like the mall, and I just see these people walking around. I'm like, are they real? Are these people real? Kobe, please, you need to lay down next to me, girl. Like this whole licking thing, kind of crazy. Um, and so, but I've been thinking, like, like no, like everyone is actually out there with like an equally like crazy life, just doing their things, doing their silly little tasks every single day. They're not NPCs. Like, there's literally seven million people each with. I'm literally going to have an existential crisis on the floor surrounded by Mario Kart live home gates. So what we're not going to do is expand on that topic. But what I wanted to talk about, like what like brought me to think about that is how how people can just be mean. Oh, Kobe, that was really cute. If y'all saw that on the video version, that was really cute. Ooh. <laughs> also, just to backtrack a little bit, because Lord knows we do that on this podcast. Um, Kobe's not gonna die. She just turned eleven, and if you like look at the longest living dog breeds, it's literally cockapoo. Like you mash together any two dog breeds, and cocker spaniel and poodle. Somehow these things live like freaking turtles. So Kobe will be around unless she gets hit by a car. Manifesting that that doesn't happen. Um, knock on wood. So, anyways. Um, first I'll start with like one, like a story of how I almost got scammed and how I almost died. It's still the I almost died podcast. Mamas don't get it twisted. Um, what is in my ear? Sorry. Y'all just really heard me scratch out a whole chunkity monkity of earwax. Just kidding. Nothing came out. Anyways. Um, so (laughs) this story is... It takes place, um, it takes, it takes place two years ago, I think. This was when I was working at Bubblegum Shrimp Co., which is a shrimp restaurant that kept me employed, but barely, um, right before TikTok came along. Very not fun time. And, no, Kobe, do not run away, please, I'm begging you. So, I was living, um, this was when I was still living with my my mom. We were in this apartment, but. It was, like, a fun area, so there was this, like, this kind of shopping plaza nearby. It had a gym that I went to, which was really fun. It had, like, this really, like, cool, fancy grocery store. It was, like, Canada's equivalent of Whole Foods, but, like, kind of worse because it's Canada. Um, And, like, and like all these fun restaurants and stuff, and it was a good old time. Loved it very much. And one day I was going to the bank to like take out, I don't know, whatever, whatever tasks I do with the bank. And I was in the parking lot. Like I had gotten out of my car and I noticed that like my, my door came really close to like the car next to me. And this, let me tell you, this is one of my fears. So I'm very aware of it all the time but like hitting someone's car in any capacity whether that be like bumping into them on the highway and like freaking totaling their car or even just scratching them with my door terrifies me (laughs) like the thought of having to sit around until the person comes back and you're like 
So, hey, I just scratched your car. <laughs> and then you have to explain it and then trade insurance. I don't know how to do any of that. I would simply drive away. <laughs> I'm going to be real right now. If I hit someone's car, I don't think I'd, I don't think I could stay around. And I know that's probably a felony. Probably jail time. But that's so awkward. Like, ew. Like, imagine, like, sitting around and having to explain that. I don't think... It's not for me. I'm not about it. <laughs> Watch this happen in the future. I literally total someone's car and then they're like looking for evidence that I would do such a thing. They're like, well, you said on episode 24 of your podcast that you wouldn't wait around anyways. I was getting out of my car after, like before going to the bank and I noticed that my thing came very close to this car. But at the same time, I was wearing these like clunky fake Balenciaga boots. They're over there. I don't really want to get them though. I don't want to show y'all them because it's really embarrassing. And I used to like buy fake Balenciaga shoes. Anyways, like the big chunky ones, like, you know, those big chunky ones that everyone wore three years ago. I had those on. So I like, I got out of the car and took a big stomp and it sounded like, like my shoe hit a rock and it sounded like I hit the car, but I didn't because I'm terrified of hitting why am i enunciating so much i'm terrified of hitting other cars also i need two hands to hold the microphone because it's literally heavy that's so embarrassing literally went to the gym can't hold a two pound microphone anyways um so i was like okay no one heard it like it's fine what's the frick ever and then out of nowhere, I thought this car was empty next to me. By the way, this was the most busted car ever. It literally looked like it carries drugs. It looks like a drug car. I don't know what that image will be in your mind, but just imagine a drug car. And so these two people come out of it after this noise happens. And they literally look the most like... I don't mean to judge people on their appearance and be like, that person looks scary. These people look scary. They looked like Tim Burton characters came to life and then did a crack rock, like mixed it in with like a Baja Blast from Taco Bell and then drank it. <laughs> Is that possible? I don't know. <laughs> and so they were like not the friendliest looking people, but when they got out of the car, they looked it looked so mad and i was like what is going huh and so i was like hi because they were like coming towards me and <laughs> they're like let me do like a really redneck canadian accent hey man you hey <laughs> hey hey buddy you just hit my car hey buddy you just hit my car eh what was that about huh and I'm like, oh my god, no, not this, not, come on, come on, y'all, I did not hit your stupid little drug car, and so they were like, whoa, 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 bud, is this still recording? I just realized I really, really budged into, oh, we're good, we're good, we're good, we're good. Kobe ran away, though, she's probably gonna go pee on the carpet, that's really fun. Anyways, y'all got three minutes of Kobe content, so enjoy it, enjoy what you can get. Um, so... <laughs> So this guy's confronting me and he's like, you just hit my car. And listen, this was in 2018 when I was a pushover, pushover, P-U-S-H-O-V-E-R. If someone confronted me, 
I would shut down. I had no skills to deal with confrontation. I really just wanted it to be like, like, listen, I'll do whatever you say. Like, just, just please don't kill me. So I was like, oh my God, like, I'm so sorry. Like, I literally apologized right off the bat without even, like, I knew I didn't hit the car, but I still apologized for freaking no reason. So I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, um, like, let's take a look at it. So we like bent down and this is the part where I really should have just like done something, but I didn't. We bent down and look at like where it was. And there's this huge scratch on this guy's car, but it was clearly not from my door because I like lined it up. Like I looked at my door and my door, the point of contact with my door in this car was way higher than like this scratch. This scratch was like on the literal bottom of the car and like was like long. Like I don't know if a rock hit his car or something, but it just every sign pointed to that. It couldn't have been me. It couldn't have been me. And I <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, hmm, hmm, sir. It doesn't look like like this was me. And he's like, no, bud, no, that was that was you. You hit my car. And I was like, oh my God. So I was like, uh. Now, by the way, I also need to point out that this was during an, an era, a phase in my life where I would just drive with no license. <laughs> oh, if there's any police officers listening to this, they're going to lock me up. Just kidding. I had a license. I just didn't take the card with me because I thought that was stupid. I was very much, um, a fan of leaving the house with nothing like literally just my phone keys that's it maybe just one key i didn't even like having like the whole keychain situation so like i didn't enjoy carrying stuff around so i'd never bring my wallet and i'd never bring my id which is really bad if you're listening please don't do this i got pulled over once and somehow i had a cop that didn't want to beat the slap or slap the poop out of me and they were like, well, this would have normally been a $5,000 ticket, but we're going to let you off the hook. Because, like, I was going to get Pizza Hut, and I was like, listen, I need to pick up my pizza, and it's going to get cold. And they're like, okay, you go pick up your pizza, but next time, bring your license, otherwise you owe us $5,000. Anyways, separate, separate story. So, I didn't have my license. This guy was like, I need to see your, like, insurance right now. We need to, like, get this, we need to get this figured out, and you're going to owe me a whole lot of money, bud. And I was like, what? Wait, what is going on? This scratch is so small. And then this little redneck wife comes up behind him and he's like, yeah, that's going to cost a lot, I think. And I'm like, what is going on right now? Like, what? Anyways, I'll continue with that situation right after this quick break. Okay. Hello. Welcome back. Um, So, I'm in this, this moment... This moment in time where these people are making a way bigger deal out of a situation that I didn't even cause, which is that I uh, supposedly, allegedly, had scratched their vehicle, which I didn't do because the scratch couldn't have been me. It literally couldn't have been me. So this was when I kind of started cluing in, like, these people are actually, like, like doo-doo monkey nuts and, like, are actually crazy slash maybe malicious trying to scam me and that's when i kind of like investigated in the moment like what their intentions were and i looked in their car 
and I see, first of all, I see a literal ticket, like a, I don't know what kind of ticket it was, but like I've gotten tickets before and like, I know like when the police give you the thing, what it looks like. So I was like, oh, that's a fun thing to have in your car. These people seem like amazing people. And not only that, they literally, (laughs) they literally had brass knuckles, which if you don't know what that is, it's a weapon. It's basically this like these metal, uh, how do I describe it? It's like four holes and you put your fingers in it and you can just slap the the living hell out of anyone and cause like serious damage because it's like full metal and it doesn't hurt your hand, but it will like break the facial bones in people, scratch them up, like can really total someone. I'm pretty sure they're illegal in Canada, but nevertheless, nevertheless, they had them in the backseat and I was like, oh, so these are the kind of people I'm dealing with right now. And I wasn't really scared because like one, like the shopping area I know I just hyped it up, but it was, like, a gentrified area, and, like, I knew I wasn't going to get beat up or anything. Like, I felt pretty safe. So, I was like, okay, they're not going to just open up the door and beat me up with (laughs) these brass knuckles. But I kind of realized in the moment, like, when you deal with crazy people, you have to become crazy. And that is, like, the motto I've kind of adopted in life. For example, if I'm like walking around at night, walking home at night, especially when I'm in LA and I see, this is going to sound so insane, but listen, hear me out, (laughs) hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. If I see someone that potentially looks hazardous or scary, I put myself into their mindset potentially. So if I was an evil person walking down the street and I and I wanted to rob someone, I wanted to do physical bodily harm to someone, I would look for someone who appears weak or like it has something to steal maybe. So this is what I do. This is the first thing I do when I see someone, dark sidewalk, someone is coming towards me who looks a little suspicious. This is what I do. First, put my phone away, make it look like I don't have any valuables to steal. And then second of all, I start talking to myself. And essentially what I'm trying to achieve is the look of someone who you don't want to mess with because they might jump at you and eat your flesh. That is what I go for. So if I see someone coming towards me, I'll start talking to myself. I'll be like, I just, I I can't do that. Let me think of like a sample script. Like, let me put myself in this situation right now. I told that guy, I'm going to beat him up. I'm going to beat him up. And I'm so sick of him. I I threw all my, I threw my milk at him. I threw milk all over him and mayonnaise and mayonnaise, so much mayonnaise, so much mayonnaise. I hate him so much. I'm going to beat him up. (laughs) That is like the kind of thing that I'll just mutter to myself and I'll look around kind of in a like a erratic motion so that um so that like I don't know just to really drive the point home that I'm like not all there. I mean, I really am not all there, but like you know what I'm saying. Basically what I'm getting at is you have to match people's energy, especially in situations where people are trying to take advantage of you. Not like like this is in like a smaller scale of like being taken advantage of, but like you almost have to match their energy and match like their their evilness. 
to get yourself out of that situation. And that is how I got myself out of this situation. So what I did was I <laughs> I fully lied to them. So I was like, okay, this was when they were asking me for my insurance, my information, all that. I told them, okay, I was actually just at the insurance brokers. Um, this is a brand new car. I just got it for my birthday. Lies, lies, lies. <laughs> And I was like, um, I was actually just killing time while they print off my insurance papers, but I'll literally go over there. Um, it's two blocks away. Um, and then I'll come right back and, uh, I'll give you all my insurance stuff. And these stupid, these stupid bubblegum, dumb, dumb, dumb butts. <laughs> They're like, okay. Okay. Yeah. I think we can wait. We just really need, we really need your insurance stuff. And by the way, I literally think I just like watched a YouTube video like a few weeks before that on like insurance fraud. It was like this girl, I can't remember who it was, but she was talking about how like these people like scammed her. Like, um, they, they, she got into like a minor accident and then they ended up like chalking it up to be so much more. And she had to like her whole insurance situation was like ruined and stuff. And I don't even know how insurance works. I'm be completely honest. Don't know how that works. I just pay $200 a month. And then, and then if I ever get an accident, maybe they'll fix it. I don't know. I don't deal with it. So I, (laughs) I told them all this, that I can just go get the insurance stuff. And what did I do? Mamas? What did I do? What did I do in this situation? I left (laughs) after gaining their trust that I'd go deal with this. I left booked it, drove away. That was that. It's important. It's important to be an honest person, but there comes times where you need to be able to lie and you need to be able to get yourself, like think on the spot and think of a a scenario to get yourself out of there. And this is one situation where it totally totally is like something you just need to lie your way out of. And I'm very glad. I feel very proud that I was able to get out of that situation because like at the start of it, I was like really gullible and was probably going to like, I don't know, like give them my insurance information and Lord knows how that could have gone. But I didn't. And I avoided their brass knuckles and they never could make have made an insurance claim. And I knew they were scammers. So I knew they weren't going to like take my license plate and like call it into the police because they knew they had nothing on me. They knew they couldn't prove this random scratch wasn't caused by a car door. Like literally what? So I don't know. I just slapped my thigh so seductively like that. <laughs> it's okay. So I know I mentioned at the start of this, I, I, we're talking about mean people. What I did wasn't mean. Like you, you have to match people if they're if they're, if people are trying to scam you, you have to match them at their level. Now I've made like videos. I'm literally getting so congested, laying down on the floor. Do I have sleep apnea? Like what's going on? Like why is my nose so stuffed all of a sudden? Anyways, um, like people scamming is so crazy to me. Cause it's like, especially in person, like, okay, I don't get this, but like, like if you're like some random, like telemarketer in India, like trying to scam people out of their like credit card information, you know what? Like that's like over the phone 
okay, like it's not it's not like you're face to face with someone and you know you're scamming them, you know you're trying to defraud them and like like take money from them. I don't know, like whatever type of scam it is. That's so crazy to me. That you can literally just be face to face with someone and they'll literally be trying to scam you and like making a whole like show of it or like buttering you up even though their intentions aren't genuine and i've experienced that a lot in la like whether it be like certain meetings with like scuzzy people or like things like that where it's like you're face to face with someone and sometimes you'll be aware of it in the moment and be like whoa like you literally are like trying to get away with you like you think i'm dumb wench you think i'm stupid like it's so crazy to me that um that people can just just do that and feel no shame and just like wanting to scam you out of your money in person it's like people like that that legitimately makes me not want to leave the house like i know we're like getting ready for like a fourth wave and honestly i'm ready for it like they're uh, i just mm, People like that really have, like, made me lose my, like, hope in humanity. I mean, that's, like, one of, like, a billion different things, but (laughs) it just blows my mind. Because it's, like, like, (sighs) I guess it comes out of a place of desperation a lot of the time. Like, maybe these people, like, legitimately didn't have money, couldn't get a job, and, like, that, they felt that was the only way that they could, like, support themselves, and they saw the opportunity of seeing a dumb little wench named Ben who clearly <laughs> could get scammed because they look stupid. Um, and maybe they think that's like the only way that they can like get some money in their pocket. And that's honestly like just really sad. And I feel like I really feel bad for like these people that are so like in such a bad situation that that's what they have to resort to. It's just crazy that that can that you can be having a conversation with someone in person and they're just like robbing you. And the, oh, I was going to bring this up um like when I was in Paris this recent trip and like the time I went before, like uh apparently what what people will do in like tourist destinations, not just Paris, but like even in LA or like I don't know, wherever like there's touristy things, people will come in pairs. Um I saw this TikTok of this girl who like uh, she got a coffee spilled on her and one guy will be like apologizing who like spilled the coffee on purpose and be like, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't mean to do this. Like, oh, what can I do? Um, like, here's my number. And then they give like a fake number. Here's my number. And I'll like, um, I'll like WhatsApp you for like the money or something. And meanwhile, they have a friend literally robbing them, stealing all their stuff it's crazy. It's so crazy. Like, how can humans just do that? I mean, literally humans are, maybe humans aren't evil, evil, but like, it, it, I wouldn't put it past them. And like that, oh, in Paris, um, they have people come up to you to like try and sign this like petition. I can't even remember what it was for. And then like their friend, meanwhile, will be like behind you, like going through your backpack, crazy stuff, crazy that people can just do that to each other. Like, um, I like like I mentioned, like it, it probably comes from a place of desperation. But imagine you get so desperate that your conscience is it conscious or conscience? I don't even know. But your conscience just fully dissolves and you can just do anything to a human and not feel any remorse. That blows my mind that there's people out there that you could literally pass on the street every single day who could just do that to you and not feel bad about it.
<laughs> Not me literally instilling a huge fear in every single person for y'all. Sorry. <laughs> um, not not what I was going for with this episode, but just be just be kind to each other, I guess. Never do anything intentionally malicious. You know, we all make mistakes that can like hurt people's feelings and stuff. That's kind of out of out of our control. Just never purposely be malicious people be a genuine person as much as you can real sidebar i wanted to talk about how i saw these tiktoks and it was like um it was like i hate people that aren't this that are like different for every single person i hang out with and it rubbed me the wrong way because i very much am a different person depending on who i'm with and it's not in a malicious way but it's really just like if i don't know people or if I'm around like new people, I'm going to be completely different than who I am with like my friends or such. Like it's it, it, like having those defenses up is literally not a bad thing. Like I hate people that are different. It's like, shut up. No, like I'm literally going to be different. Like if I don't like you, I'm going to be quiet. Like be more interesting. Sorry. What are we at on time? Okay. <laughs> that is a whole topic of conversation that could last a while a whole fat minute but we're gonna wrap it up now so i just want to say thank you so much for watching i truly appreciate y'all coming back every single week this is our little therapy session i appreciate it i love y'all so much uh if you want to tweet me your near-death experiences or stories uh please use the hashtag i almost died podcast on twitter uh i'm gonna make another episode very soon of your guys's stories i love reading them they're so crazy uh make sure you follow me on instagram youtube twitter that's all bed of the week um also <laughs> actually you've probably seen it already but i literally dressed up as ed sheeran and ran around a food festival and i played a song in public for like 100 people so if you want to go check that out it's my most recent youtube video anyways i'll see y'all next wednesday take care i need to get up now just remembered take care love you so much stay safe bye <laughs>